Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hi. Welcome to BT Sports' new podcast, Life's a Pitch. My name's Mike Calvin. I'm joined by Tony Evans of The Evening Standard and Adrian Clark of Arsenal TV. It's simple, really. Win the Europa League final and it's a great season for Liverpool. Lose it and the jury's out. The FA Cup is a consolation prize for Man United, but for Palace, it's everything. We'll round up a crazy end to a crazy season. Adrian will celebrate St Totteringham's Day. But first, Tony, your club. Liverpool favourites? Mm, it's close, it's close. I think um, marginally, yes, uh, favourites severe of struggles away from home in La Liga. Uh, but of course, they've won it twice in a row. So it's, uh, they know what they're doing in the final. I think it'll be very, very close. Liverpool have had a long season, mm -hmm. 63 games mm -hmm. this will be, 20, 20 more than Le uh, Leicester. Does the adrenaline of the final overcome all that? Yeah, I think so. And let's be honest, uh, Jurgen Klopp has rested quite a lot of his key men in recent weeks, as have Seville, by the way. Unai Emery has, has hardly played any of his regulars last two mm. games, so don't take their current form too much into account ahead of this one. Um, and I think the same applies for Liverpool. His first-choice lineup, I think, will be similar to the one we saw against Dortmund and Villarreal in the last two rounds. He's got himself a nice groove, hasn't he, with that line-up. Um, and, yeah, I think it's going to be a cracking final. I really do. Sevilla aren't great at the back. I think of all the teams in La Liga, they've conceded the most shots. So they're open. So Liverpool, I think, will get chances in this game. I see both teams probably scoring, actually. Yeah, I think it's definitely. going to be an entertaining game. Will, will the real Liverpool stand up? Because they've had a lot of injuries, you know, mm. 13 at one stage. Yeah. A lot of inconsistency. They've had some fantastic highs, emotionally driven highs, usually in cup competitions. Mm. Do you expect that again? Well, yeah, because I think the police will be full of Liverpool fans. Yeah. All mm. the tickets will, uh, will get hoovered up somehow by Liverpool fans. So I think it'll be, there'll be a really uh, hot atmosphere there from, uh, from Liverpool. But the thing, the real Liverpool, we don't know, do we? I mean, until Klopp signs his own players, we won't mm. know what they're going to be. Um, I mean, they've been so crushingly bad at times this year. Yeah. And you look at the league position, it tells you everything. In the Cups, it's been brilliant. Klopp's brought a feel-good factor to the club. But the bottom line is... They haven't been playing that well. You've had some great highs, haven't you, Liverpool this season? But mm. when I think to the Man City game at the Etihad, that was the day, in my view, that Klopp arrived. His mm. imprint was on that team, wasn't it? It was a brilliant performance. It was what he stands for. Mm. Why haven't we seen that more often? Well, the players are not good enough. Okay. No, it's, uh, I, I mean, essentially, it, it's the same bunch of players who got Brendan Rodgers sacked. Mm. And um, to, get to, to get to any finals, good. You know, I but, suppose he has, you know, he's made a big impact on 
uh, Adam Lallana. I yeah. think he's really improved under him. He has, actually, yeah. I, I do like Adam Lallana. I think he's hit and miss. I've got to say, Adam Lallana, he can frustrate me as a neutral fan and as an England fan because you know what he's capable of in terms of scoring goals, but he often looks good and then the final ball or the final shot isn't quite up to scratch but I mean do you agree on that or do you yeah you... yeah he's a bit lightweight and you know so he drifts out of the game you know it's a, I mean one of the problems is with, with Klopp and why it's so hard to assess there are not many players that many players who have been improved under him you know you expect a new manager to come in especially with Klopp's reputation to organise them to inspire them and there's been periods in the season where you, you Milner, haven't seen that Milner and Chan have done alright yeah. yeah. I think I think you know, Coutinho cleaned up at their club awards didn't he last yeah, week yeah yeah well, well Milner you know has done what Milner always mm. does so he hasn't improved Chan has shown signs recently but he should be improving he's, he's yeah. a young player yeah. that's, that's mm. got a lot of growth in him, hasn't he? Coutinho's got you know, a lot of talent. Um, I don't think he's actually improved. I think he's about the same as he was last year. Uh, Lovren has improved. Uh, aside from that... Mm. Well, Colo Toure, is that right with Colo Toure in terms of... Look, last season, I thought whenever he played, he was an absolute liability. Mm. I can't actually believe he's still playing at the, at the highest level, but they need him now, don't they, mm. for these big mm. games. And he has actually... Clearly listened to Klopp's influence on the training ground because he hasn't he hasn't been you know as dodgy in recent weeks. If we're talking longevity, mm. what about Seville and their captain mm. Jose Reyes? <laughs> You'll know him as a, yeah, an yeah. Arsenal invincible yeah. twelve years ago. Yeah, yeah, still doing it for still him. knocking around. Yeah, I don't know. He's not really a regular these days, but he's a good. He's a great symbol for that club. Though, he was well, very much so, and he was a class act as a, as, a, as a player. I mean, he was. Really, Arsenal that long looking back, but he had some good good highs. They've got a lot of talent, haven't they? Sevilla, I think, I think they've got good footballers. They've always produced excellent players, haven't they? A good tradition. They've given a lot of, not given, sold a lot of players to Barcelona, haven't they? Down the years, Valves and Rakitic. I think Adriano was one of the more recent. Well, they, they've made Tony. Was it two hundred million euros? Oh yeah, yeah. In in transfer profits over the last ten years. Yeah, you know their director of football, Monchi, has done a brilliant yeah. job. But talking about Barcelona. That's one thing in Liverpool's favour. They've got Copa del Rey final against mm. Barcelona at the weekend. So, you know, they've got one eye on that. And certainly, uh, from within the city, from Sevilla fans, mm. beating Barcelona is a bigger deal, perhaps, than beating Liverpool. Really? Okay. Yeah, I mean, one of the reasons they, they didn't take up all the tickets, apparently, is because they were, they were all aiming to go to the Copa del Rey final. Mm. Mm. What a, yeah. The, t the you know, ticketing issues, yeah. there are complaints from... You know, both sets of Madrid fans about the Champions League. You know, Liverpool, a club of that magnitude, only 9,000 tickets. They'll probably have 19,000 people there, won't they, Tony? Mm. Oh, probably more, you know, <laughs> to, by the time we get there. I mean, this is the perennial problem with finals. And we'll see it at Wembley with United in the cup final. You know, the, 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 the way that the, the tickets are cut up, you know, and the, the amount that goes to sponsors is actually unbelievable. And uh, I mean, in this case, it's it's because uh, Europa League finals didn't sell out. Mm. You know, they obviously go, oh, yeah, we'll put it in, in Basel and there. Uh, <laughs> suddenly they've got Liverpool there, which is, you know, I, I think they need to think more strategically, especially now that the Europa League as a Champions League places the reward. Yeah, and, and that does wow, that, that's that's carrot, that's, isn't it? because actually I've found the Europa League this season absolutely intriguing. Mm. 
especially the later stages. Yeah, very much so. I mean, that, that carrot of the, of the Champions League place has transformed the competition, in my view. And, mm. and that is why Liverpool and Sevilla have prioritised that in, mm. in recent weeks. It's been all about this final. So they'll be nicely rested, the key men. And, and you've got Sturridge, who's got something to prove, hasn't he? Is he even going to stay at Liverpool mm. beyond this season? It could be his swan song. I think this occasion might be good for him. I, I looked at that semi-final between Shakhtar and Sevilla and some of the defending was shocking from mm. Seville. I think that Liverpool can score goals in this game with Coutinho, mm. Firmino and, and Sturridge up top. I think that's the, the, there's a possibility for goals there, but it, it's at the back, isn't it, with Liverpool? Yeah. It's always yeah. at the back it, with it Liverpool. It does have the feel of a shootout, I suppose. Mm. Yeah. You know, um, uh, Sturridge, you wonder will he ends up at your place? <laughs> I wouldn't mind. I, I do like him. I do like Daniel Sturridge. I think, I think he's... He, there are question marks over whether he fits in to the team ethic, but as, as, as a pure talent, he, as a match He fits winner. into the Arsenal team ethic, yeah. and now he's always injured. <laughs> <laughs> That's bang out of order, that is. No, but he, he doesn't, I think, because he's an individual, and I think he's probably too old to change his own style of play, Daniel Sturridge. Oh, I don't right. know if he can become this crazy hard-working centre-forward that will just get in the face of defender. I don't know if that's going to ever be him. If he went to someone like Arsenal, it wouldn't, that wouldn't be demanded of him. It'd be all about his movement. And I think his mm. movement, with the likes of Mesut Ozil and Cazorla supplying the ammo, I think, well, I think he would have score a hat for. Yeah. I really we, do. We're talking about shocking defending. Now, let's put this forward to the FA Cup final on Saturday. Man United have got form in that area and they've got history in that area. Are we looking at a potential upset here? Well, yeah, I mean, United have been so poor all year that, you know, if Palace have the conviction and take the game to United, then, you know, anything's possible. The problem is, when I've seen Palace this year, certainly since uh, Christmas, I mean, they were in fifth place after the halfway point in the season and they fell to 15th in, well, 11 games. Unbelievable. Um, they, 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 um, you look at them and they don't believe. They sit deeper and deeper and deeper. And if they do that, Martial will be allowed to run at them and it'll mm. murder them. I don't, yeah, I don't fancy Palace in this game. I think, I think it's going to be straightforward for Manchester United, this game. I haven't been impressed with Palace. Wickham and Balassi pose a threat mm. Mm. and at set plays, which Man United have been appalling at set mm. plays. Chris Smalling, he's had a good season. He, he started off the season fabulously, I thought. He has tailed off a little bit. His partnership with Daily Blind is OK. I think that's, that's one of the pluses for United this year. But Chris Smalling, on corners, needs to be isolated. And if Scott Dan or, or Damien Delaney can, can, can get a run on him... That's where Palace they, They've been. existed because okay. of De Gea, isn't it? If, if they didn't have that goalkeeper, they'd be eighth like Liverpool. Well, De Gea and Martial after Christmas made a huge difference. I mean, the thing is, they'll have uh, Fellaini back yeah. and he'll, he'll be useful at corners, but yeah. set-pieces, they're awful. And Palace are very good at set-pieces, mm. so there is that. But, you know, Palace really have to get the ball up into the final third yeah. and they've got to stay up there. If they let United go over the halfway line, you know, they're too often they're going to struggle. Mm. What's your read on Alan Pardew, Adrian? You know, he's a polarising figure. Yeah. I think he is a streaky manager, isn't he? He's one of those. His track record is, is clear. He has unbelievable runs where he takes a team forward and then it's almost as if they rest on their laurels and then they go backwards. It's happened wherever he's been. I, I, I think he's a good coach on, on any given day. I think he, he can come up with a tactical game plan that can really work and spring a surprise. He... 
would see himself as a future England manager, I think. He, he, that's something he, he's got, he's eyeing. I, I hear you sniggering, well, Tony. So, so <laughs> modest. He's, yeah, but I can hear you sniggering. And I, I think he might just fall short, actually, in that regard. But look, he's a decent manager, but I don't think he's got the players at, at Palace to really... Um, they're huge underdogs, in my opinion, against Man United, even though they haven't been brilliant this year. The, the, yeah, there's a lot of focus. There'll be a lot of focus on Zahar because of, obviously, his background with Manchester United, mm. the transfer, which didn't work, you know, the Fergie brain fade, if you like. Mm. He has been their player of the year at Palace this season, but he still he would drive me mental if I was his manager. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, he's, he's so quick and, he, you know, he can, he can scare defenders. But there are times when he just looks... He looks as if he's in a different game to the, the one that's going on. You know, he, he, he's easily distracted. Um, is, he is, really, is he really their player of the year? Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. It just surprises me. I just think he's, he's had another in-and-out season. You know, yeah. for someone with his talent, his movement's poor at times. He is really frustrating. You know, you get him and Balassi in the same team. And it's like... You know, <laughs> 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 if you look at the United, and yeah. we see we've, we've had, thankfully... You know, the bomb scare that wasn't, mm, yeah. and but they they have to have that game now replayed on yeah. Tuesday. Mm. Will that be a, a disadvantage in the build up to the final? You would say so, but look, it's Tuesday to Saturday. It's not the end of the world. It's almost as if they can have you know a trial run at it and, and play around with with ideas ahead of the cup final. They might want to hoodwink Alan Pardew to some degree. Now that there's no, actually nothing on it from their point of view, other than. Get a point in there in the Europa, Europa League. League. Yeah, I think they would back themselves even even if they played a weekend eleven to to get a point at home to Bournemouth. So I, I do think Louis Van Gaal might might throw the odd curveball in on this one, just so Pardew doesn't get get a heads up on what they intend to do at the weekend. Um, but yeah, it's, just, it's a bit of a non-event that game now. Mm. You're talking of distractions, Tony, we've been talking ad nauseam about. Louis van Gaal and his future and whether he'll stay at Man United or whether Mourinho will go in there. You know, there are elements of the Mourinho camp now doing a bit of briefing. You know, There's a word called dithering which keeps coming mm. up about oh, Man United are dithering so he'll go to Valencia or he'll go to PSG or he'll go to Everton. Well, they've knocked down Everton now. Mm. Has all this been a bit of a, a distraction or do the players just get on with it? I think the players just get on with it. I think it's, um, it's, it's one of those situations. I think they'll have a good idea that not getting to the Champions League mm. will leave Van Gaal out in the summer. So I don't think they'll, they'll be worrying too much yeah. about, about him at all. I mean, they'll want to win the Cup too the best they can. Can I just say, I, I thought that, that Jesse Lingard video on the bus, that video of them mucking around... That would have never happened with Fergie, uh, would it? Well, I, no, you wouldn't... Under any team I played for, and I mean this, any manager, I wouldn't have dared to do that as you were coming into the ground, let alone a game that could define your season. Uh, you're literally pulling into the gates, you're late already. Yet, it's like they weren't bothered, you know, mucking around. And, and I, my interpretation of that is that, A, were the players bothered? But the, the main thing, where was Louis van Gaal? Why wasn't it? Where, where was the cold stare? Where was the, oi, so he said, what are you doing, boys? Stop it. Right. I think that was a very clear indication that Mm. His authority yeah. is on the wane, and maybe he's given up. And, well, Ferguson would have had them and say, "Right, let's get in there and let's show this lot. Yeah. You know, let's humiliate them for what they've done to us." It's embarrassing yeah. that video. Yeah. Embarrassing, and I, I think that told you it spoke volumes for, for Van Gaal, who's supposed to be a disciplinarian. Well, mm. clearly, either he's given up or he's lost the team. Yeah. Mm. Manchester United feature in the England 
squad of 26 men that's just been announced by um, Roy Hodgson. Uh, Marcus Rashford in the 26. Any chance of him actually going to the Euros, Tony? Surely not. I mean, <laughs> I, I just can't imagine why he's even in the 26 at this stage. I mean, well, they were talking about him going to training with them, and, and I think it's a good idea. Simply, you know, in those uh, those three warm-up internationals, why not play him in one? Because th this is the time, really. You've got to be working on what you're going to be doing in the tournament. You know, it's not time. There's plenty of time. There'll be, you know, c come come uh, August. It's like then you can have everyone in training. Easy you know, it's World like, Cup qualifiers. Yeah. yeah. So you know, it's one. Th this is where you, you should be focused on the team that you're going to get out there yes. for those three games, which are crucial. And so you. Know, you don't want to take any passengers along for the ride, give them a bit of experience. This is where you, this is where he should be partnering Kane and Vardy as a matter of course, yeah. and and fine tuning a partnership that works and getting a diamond in behind them that functions, getting everybody in the right positions. Just nail it. You've only got three games before the Euros. What is the point in giving all your fringe players loads of game time? I don't see the That's point. That's yeah. yeah, one player not in that twenty-six. Theo Walcott. Yeah. He's absolutely at a crossroads now, isn't yeah, he? Yeah, I'm, 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 I don't think anybody's surprised that Theo Walcott hasn't made the squad because he hasn't played well probably since October, November. He had a hot streak um, back then. He played brilliant against Leicester, Manchester United away. But then since then, he, his season has petered out. And it's, yeah, it's been a really bad, bad year for him. He should be at his peak, Theo Walcott. Um, and a player like him who's built his game around pace... I don't think he's going to have a super long career. I don't think in his 30s he'll have the same impact. So these are key times for him and he needs to be playing. And I think the fact that he's not made the England squad, he's not involved in the Arsenal team at the moment, will make him think... Did oh, okay, he didn't even make the bench on didn't Sunday? Didn't make the bench. It might be the time for him to have a new challenge next year. It wouldn't surprise me at all. I don't know. I haven't got any inside information, but it wouldn't surprise me if there was a part in other ways there. West Ham mentioned. Yeah, yeah. The, you know, sort of the, the, on the grapevine, people are talking about him leaving. And West Ham, it seems like he quite fancied that, wouldn't have to move. Um, last year, Liverpool were very interested in him. I'm not so sure he's Klopp's sort of player. Um, but, yeah, you, you get to the point where, in all those ten years he's been at Arsenal, he hasn't improved significantly, and that's that's an indictment both of him and of Wenger. Well, it, it, yeah, but he, I just think he is what he is. I don't think without if you take away Theo Walcott's pace, unbelievable speed. Mm. I, I don't even know whether he would be in the Premier League. I, 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 he's just not. Got, got too, an is it game. also a bit too comfortable for him? Mm. Maybe. Look, I just think he, he's maybe a player that needs a bit more fire in the belly. When he's on his game, Theo Walcott. Couldn't someone have taught him to cross, for example? Mm. In ten years, yeah. I mean, I mean look, but, but you, you, every player has, I guess, technical limitations, and and I don't think he's a player that's blessed with unbelievable natural ability. I think that's mm. the point I'm making. Mm. His, his game is built around, you know, mm. his, his speed, and and he has improved his finishing. I'll, I'll give him that. And he, there were signs earlier this year that he can play centre forward, but it's been a bad year for him, and, I, and maybe he needs a fresh start. Mm. Well, you know, we're talking about limitations, Tony. Uh, Roy's only picked three central defenders. There's no room for Phil Jagielka, which, to be honest, surprises me a bit. Yeah. That, that's really light, isn't it? Yeah, they look very, very light in defence. You know, uh, uh, really, I think they, they, there's lots of midfielders, not enough defenders in there. I definitely would have taken Jagielka. I know he's been injured. 
and I know he's, you know, it's uh, the comeback's been difficult, but, um, to say the <laughs> well, least. He hasn't had a great season, though. No, he, he, yeah. he hasn't. Put, but then again, which of those central defenders in their England squads has had a great no, season? It's attack, yeah. attack has to be the best form of defence for England. Uh, look, I think they're going to be involved in some high-scoring games at the Euros. We, we haven't got a great defence. It's, it's obvious. I but we do have goals in us. On, on a positive, though, you've got Eric Dyer who'll sit in front of them mm. and protect well, the centre-halves. They're going to need him, aren't they? They mm. really do. Yeah. What about Jack Wilshere? Obviously, mm. you've seen him in his comeback. Yeah. yeah. Um, uh, Arsene Wenger saying, well, all he needs really is about two 90-minute performances yeah. so he can get back. Worth his place? Well, I know that you don't think he's worth no. his place. No. I do, I, because I think he's one of England's best players. And uh, I think that he can offer things that other players in that squad just, just don't have the ability to offer. Um, he's fresh. That's a positive. He, he's certainly not jaded after the campaign. I, I think he showed in the cameo that he, the Etty had last weekend, he was excellent in a central midfield role. I think that's where he should be judged. He played wide right. He played against, wide right again, so, uh, in this last game. He, he did OK. He wasn't brilliant, but, but you can't judge him there. It so, smiles in the So bank. assuming for England you're going to have to play yeah. Dyer and Ali. Central, where, where would you play him? Well, I think Jack Wilshire. I th well, I would play a diamond, so I'd have three central midfielders. I'd have Dyer... Uh, at the base, I'd have Jack Wilshere one side, and a, another probably Deli Ali the other, with with potentially Rooney in, in behind the captain Rooney in behind Kane and Vardy. That's how I would play it. I would go, yeah, Dyer, Wilshere, Ali, Rooney. That, that's how I would do it. And I, I just think Jack Wilshere is a class act, and we don't have a lot of class acts in central midfield. Mm. 109 caps for Rooney. He won't win any more as a central striker, will he? No, no, but he's in the team no matter what happens. He's, he's, uh, he's Hodgson's captain, and one of the things about uh, Hodgson is that at the moments of when, when the pressure's on and it's turned up to maximum, he goes with the players he trusts, so he'll play Rooney. I mean, we saw the uh, contortions he went to in Brazil to get him into the team, playing him wide on the left against Italy, and it's madness. You know what? The, the, the worst thing is there's loads of pace in that squad. There's plenty of pace. And by putting Rooney in, yeah. it takes some of that away. And, and I'd, I'd pick Rooney. I'd pick him. I just still think he's he's one of our best players. He, he can unlock the door. Mm. He, he's a brilliant passer. I think he can he can extend his career as a midfielder. I, I genuinely do. I know he, I know where where you're coming from, Tony. But he, uh, we don't have many real top class players. But I, in my view, he's still one of them. Mm. A lot of focus this summer will be on the managers. Now, Everton looking for a manager after Roberto Martinez mm. has gone. I wouldn't be surprised if Martinez pops up again in La Liga. Mm. A lot of talk about Ronald Koeman going there. Would you swap Southampton for Everton? Uh, at this stage, I wouldn't. No, definitely not. Um, they've got a you know, good thing going on at Southampton. And assuming they still put money into the club, mm. then they'll go forward. 39 points in the last half of last season. Mm. Mm. Fantastic. You know, they're going to be in Europe. Everton, is, uh, there's, there's a bit of a rebuilding job there. Mm. And you're not, not quite sure which direction the club will go. Because, you know, so, so the, you've got a new share, uh, major shareholder in there. Mm. Um, you know, I, 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 I wouldn't be going to Everton at this stage. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I'm not convinced Southampton have peaked yet. I think, I think they can go higher. Well, we've seen what happened. We, mm. what, what a team can do mm. with momentum. Leicester finished last season on fire, probably with a similar points tally to, to what you were just talking about the mm. second half of the season. It's imperative, I think, for the Saints just to keep everyone together. And they, they can challenge next year right up there. I think they, they're a match for anyone on their day. And what about Rafa? Do you think he might end up there? 
Um, no, I don't think they're... they're bit politically think, unstable, yeah, that one, I isn't it? I don't think the would be bold enough. And uh, funnily enough, he'd be the perfect match for them. And, yeah, you know, to, he would, wouldn't he? He'd take them forward. But they, Moyes they, back? <laughs> oh, no. Actually, the, the, well, there'd be mass suicides at Goodison. Oh, no, really? oh, yeah, yeah. No, it's, um, I think they, they want someone um, with, with a little bit more... Uh, his teams have a little bit more flamboyance. You know, they want to mm. get the old school of science thing going again. Um, no, I, I think it, it, it's clearly a really good job for someone. But, uh, you know, it's uh, all the talk of Mourinho was nonsense. Uh, they're not going to go for Rafa. Uh, you know, Boer wants it badly. Um, I think they've got a fair amount of thinking to do. And, you know, Eddie Howe has declared himself a boy of Evertonian. <laughs> I always knew there was something I didn't like about um, But, no, in, in all seriousness, he'd be a very good match. Do you expect, then, do you expect Rafa to stay at, at Newcastle if he gets the reassurance that it's his baby? All the indications are that he will, yeah. I think um, I think if he if they give him certain guarantees, yeah. he, he'll uh, he'll hang on there. Yeah, I mean he, he he likes the place, he likes the passion of the crowds. You know, it's uh, if if he gets controlled, he thinks you know we could bring them back up, and and then anything's possible. Um, I personally wonder whether that, that the whole management and and uh, the ownership of it is so rotten that. Even Rafa will be able to sort of restructure it. Mm. As I, I am concerned about that. Yeah, I think I think if they if they invest in in a better, def, better personnel at the back mm. and keep the the other players. It's a question of the culture, right. though, isn't it, of the club? I don't know. Mm. When they went down to the Championship last time, they, they did okay. They bounced right. But back. They did that with a with a a, a real solid core mm. of British players yeah. who interacted. I get the impression that there's not that dynamic at the, Might this, not this be, club. But but. They've improved, haven't they, dramatically, and they might feel like they've got a good thing going. And if, you, if you're part of a dressing room that's winning, it, it's quite an attractive thing. It's not, you know, Newcastle is still a very attractive club the, to play for. The, the, the thing last time they went down and come back up, the financial landscape was very, very different. Mm. Big gates still mattered. They could spend more money mm. than the teams in, in uh, the Premier League. Now it's not the case. Next season, you know, the team that finishes bottom will get 100 million, and Newcastle will be getting nowhere near that. Yeah, mm. we're talking about rebuilds. There's going to be a rebuild at Manchester City, yeah. and what about Chelsea? And you've, you know, they had that lovely tear-stained scene where John Terry was yeah. was was taking, he's he's stay, taking his bow. He's going to stay. I'm sure. They're, they're, they're this is a PR of... game, though, isn't oh, it? Well, he just he's just he's holding out, isn't he, for, for a good deal? I think he's been offered a mega bucks deal in China, which is there for him if he wants it. And uh, but, but ideally, he didn't want to bow out this way for Chelsea. So another year, I think if Conte has sanctioned it, it will stay another year. And, and and yeah, they do need a rebuild. Um, I would say that City, weirdly, even though they finished with a lot more points than Chelsea, need a more dramatic overhaul. Oh, yeah. I, I, I think all but about five or six could could go and start again. Though it won't, but but I think mm-hmm. uh, there could be ten out and ten in. It wouldn't surprise yeah. me. Chelsea, I don't think as much is needed. I think actually a good coach. With a, with a sprinkling of, of, of beefing up certain positions, Chelsea can be challenges again next year, especially if Hazard continues with if he fancies well, it. Again. Well, yeah, well, you look, you look at him in the last few weeks, you know, all of a sudden he's come good yeah. after the season. But isn't that a condemnation of him? Yeah, well, yeah. You wonder whether he's getting himself ready for the Euros. Big performance there. Shop window. Get out of here. I'm not so sure <laughs> Conte's the right man for them. Mm. Uh, described to me as a as a, a less intelligent Mourinho. Right, the Hazard's okay. going to love that, isn't he? And, um, 
you know, he worked okay. He worked well with Mourinho at the start, didn't he? I mean, he had a great season, player of the year, wasn't he? he, he, he they seemed like they had a bit of a loving after an initial. But isn't that the modern out. player, Adrian? Mm. You have your good year, mm. you get your stellar reputation, <laughs> then you cash well, it. Well, look, the best players in the world are hungry, aren't they? Luis Suarez could, could mm. have could have sat. He could have gone to Barcelona and just put his feet up and just said, "I'm playing for Barca. I'm just going to do a bit." You know, when I fancy it, he isn't. He, he, he wants to succeed. He's hungry. Messi, you yeah. see it every year. Ronaldo. The, the, the best players. A plea for the, not on the elite players will mm. push themselves and push themselves, and Hazard probably just falls into the category just below purely because he maybe hasn't got that burning desire. He's one of these that's a bit flaky. He'll do it one week and not the next. But but if Conte can get a tune out of him and most of those Chelsea players, they've got enough to finish top four. But but yeah, it's going to take great coaching to make them champions. Yeah. Talking of burning desire, is that a phrase you'd use of Arsenal? <laughs> That's a leading you, question. You know, it's, uh, with all due deference to the company, I find Arsenal to be one of the most frustrating teams I've ever seen. They enrage me. I can't watch them. I sit in the press box and I bang my head against the table. Uh, no, no, Bernard's desire isn't there. This is a team with, and to be fair, Sanchez being injured. Sanchez, Sanchez and Ozil in it. And, you know, the celebrating finishing above Tottenham. What's that all about? They should have, like City, they should have walked the league. And there's Wenger. Talking about oh uh, you know um, Leicester only got beat three times and you know we beat them um, we beat them twice um, Barcelona and Real Madrid you know uh, got beat more than them so Leicester the pe- no Arsenal no stop it <laughs> go on have a gloat right. well look he was never in doubt was it Arsenal were always going to finish above Spurs it happens every year twenty one seasons in a row um, and they called Arsenal bottlers didn't they and it was Tottenham that that, that choked at the, the death look I go, I know where you're coming from it, Arsenal it's a season of missed opportunity for Arsenal. On the pitch, actually, missed way too many chances, and and this was a good year to, to win the title for them. It should have been anyway. Expected goals, yeah. You know what I mean, well, yeah. th- that team should have scored a lot, yeah. lot more goals. I think it's time for a freshen up, really, and 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 I expect it to happen. It, it is, and you know what? For all the celebrating of Arsenal fans, the winds change in North London. Tottenham are going to be contenders next year, and Arsenal are going to do the same as Arsenal do every year. What do they lack at the moment, Tony? That's that bit of experience, maybe. Uh, Tottenham, yeah, without a doubt, yeah. Um, I mean, the, the one of the things is Pochettino's got a very young group of players there, and well, like quality backup as well. Let's, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah, we saw that he had players missing the last few games. We saw what happened. Yeah, but but the, they were missing largely because of the their inexperience and at a time when I mean, they're not. There's not very many strong characters in that team, but the two strong characters are Deli Ali and Eric Dyer. Ali gets himself a three-game ban, mm. uh, you know, as a crucial point in the season, and then Dyer loses his head completely at, at Stamford Bridge. Now it was highly entertaining yeah. to see, but someone should have been calming that team down yeah, instead of losing heads. Pochettino is a very emotionally driven manager, mm. um, and he was distraught at Newcastle. And mm. My worst day in football. Um, do we read anything into his little lunch date with Sir Alex Ferguson? <laughs> oh, I don't know. Well, he looks a bit suspect, doesn't it? I mean, look, he's obviously a manager of John And Fergie Manchester. was absolutely... Uh, he hated being caught on the did, camera, yeah. didn't he? He loved it. He, look, he's on Man United's radar. He's on most clubs' radar at the moment, no doubt about that. He, he is a very good coach, and he's improved Spurs beyond recognition this season. Harry, Harry Kane, I think, is a strong character, I mm. think, at Spurs. He, yeah, look, Let's imagine what Spurs would be like about Harry Kane if he'd have been injured this season. Look, turning it back to Arsenal, where I saw Santi Cazorla at the weekend, he's been missing since November. He was a massive loss. Mm. And, and there's, a, there's a lot of what might have been. With Arsenal, 
they need to the recruitment can't just be about world class talent mm. they need world class characters as well they need guys that are going to knit that bond the group together that's very very important and uh, if they can find a channel a bit of inner Leicester dare I say it, a little well, bit of inner steel that Spurs showed when they were on the roll then I think the, Arsenal can the, the great again. contrast of Arsenal and Leicester watching both teams this, this season everyone's working for each other at Leicester everyone's running for each yeah. other and they, they, they're greater than the sum of the parts yeah. you watch Arsenal and they're less than the sum of the parts mm. OK down to brass tacks yeah. we've got these two finals this week Prediction time. Yeah, well, as I said, I think the Europa League final, I think it's going to be an open game. I expect both teams to score. Could be 3-2 either way or 2-1. I'd probably go for Liverpool to win 2-1 against Sevilla. Uh, I don't know what you think. Yeah, you? Liverpool 3-0 down at half-time. <laughs> um, Champions League final, I think it's going to be a cagey affair. Um, yeah. Atletico, we know what they're like. Yeah. Um, I'll, I'll go 1-0 Atletico. Well, what about the FA Cup final? Uh, oh, uh, FA Cup, comfortable. 2-0 Man United. Tony? I'm scouts. I've got to say Palace, haven't I? <laughs> well, I love knockout football. I think Liverpool will have a great night. And I'm like Tony. I think Palace might have their day in the sun at Wembley. Thanks for joining us here on Life's a Pitch. Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads.